Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to take your business or your life to the next level. Today, I'm very pleased to have Dave Albin as my guest, who has a wonderful background. And we are going to talk about how to change someone's life in four seconds. Very anxious to hear this. Let me tell you about Dave. So Dave was born in 1954 at Queen of Angels Hospital in Hollywood, California, to a single mother. He was adopted by his aunt and uncle on his mother's side at the age of five. His adoptive parents told Dave they were not his parents at age 11. Last, later that year, his adoptive parents started drinking and this is where Dave's life took a hard turn. Dave tried alcohol at age 12. By the time he was 14, he was experimenting with hard drugs. Grossly addicted to drugs and alcohol, he joined AA some 20 years later in June of 1988. This is when Dave was introduced to the personal development industry. He attended a seminar with Tony Robbins in 1995, where he did his first firewalk Dave went on to work with Tony Robbins for just a shy of 20 years as Tony's firewalk captain. Dave retired from Anthony, Tony, Anthony, Anthony <laughs> Robbins companies. I never knew his, he used his full name for that. Yeah. In 2014, shortly after Google hired him to put on an event for them. Firewalk Productions LLC was born in 2014. Dave has done gigs for NASA, Heineken, the Entrepreneur Organization, RE Max, Chick-fil-A, Prove It, Google, NI, NC Chiropractic Association, Wayne Dyer, T. Harv Ecker, Chris Video, Tony Robbins, and many more. I'm so excited to hear all about you, Dave Album. Please welcome Dave to the stage. <laughs> Thank you, Vicki. That, that was a mouthful to read. <laughs> I know, but it's right? like such a great story. I mean, God, there's a book in here. There's a movie in here. It's um, very, very interesting, your background. Yeah. So we start out with a very easy question. Tell oh, everyone oh, where <laughs> do you call home? Where do you live now? Are you still in, in Los Angeles or where are you living now? No, no. I actually relocated to the uh, East Coast in uh, 1983. Uh, I'm currently living in the northwestern tip of North Carolina in the Appalachian Mountains. So oh. ge geographically, uh, Boone, North Carolina, which is where oh. Appalachian State University is. I, uh, I have a... Uh, cousin or a nephew-in-law i guess that's family is from boone oh wow okay spells. So, do you know the spells <laughs> no no but i'm sure we probably ran into each other somewhere because <laughs> it's a pretty small community other than you know all the students and all the parents who come up yeah. uh, uh to app state um so yeah um but i it's beautiful here this is absolutely gorgeous I've got my little cabin here. I'm an empty nester. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my daughter lives about 20 minutes uh, west of me. My nice. son lives 25 minutes to the east <laughs> of me. And my grandkids are up here. So I've got the best of both worlds. It's just me and my German shepherd up here in this beautiful, beautiful <laughs> part of the world. How many grandkids? 
I have, I had, I have two now. Um, uh, Charlotte Ray was just born on Good Friday. She was, oh, so she's wonderful. Right? Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started. Oh. Uh, I, I, I want a grand girl, but I'm not going to get one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she's, uh, she's only been around for about six weeks and I'm all in. She's got yeah. my heart. Uh, hook, line and sinker. So yeah. uh, be beautiful thing. Yeah. So we've got, I've got two grandkids. Beautiful. Yeah, I have two grand boys, a four and a seven. Yeah, that's nice. So you know. Yeah, I know. But right. I had two girls. And, yeah. Oh, okay. And my husband can tell you, just wrapped <laughs> around that finger. <laughs> well, you know, you you know how the joke goes, right? If I'd have known grandkids were going to be this awesome, I'd have had them first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I do drive my daughter crazy, but my goal in life is to have my my grandkids um, cry to to not leave. <laughs> you know? right well you know yeah you get them all sugared up and then you hand them back right so that's a beautiful part yeah i know they're awesome so how did you become the number one firewalk instructor in america and well, you know yeah. let's just maybe go back i doubt that people don't know this but maybe you know maybe some of the folks don't know what is a firewalk what is a firewalk? Right. Yeah, let's start there. Mm -hmm. A firewalk is where you uh, literally uh, the act of walking on hot coals. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been around for over a thousand years and uh, cultures all over the world have been doing it. Um, literally, uh, the Fahitians, uh, the, the people of India, uh, the Indo-Europeans, the Indo-Europeans, actually, the warriors used to do it. So if they had to go into battle the mm -hmm. night before the before they they went, they would do a firewalk. And what that would set up is that if one of the warriors didn't firewalk for some reason, it would dishonor his family, and he wasn't even allowed to go into battle. Uh, the Polynesians, the Hawaiians, the Native American Indians, you know, again, Vicky Firewalk has been around for over a thousand years. Tony Robbins came along and back in the uh, uh, in the nineteen eighties and turned it into a motivational experience. Yeah. But most of the firewalking has always been a ceremonial um, rite of passage type experience. Very good. See, we needed to share that. Yeah. Because I, I think, you know, anybody that's way younger than me would just think it's just a Tony Robbins came up with it kind of thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, he he had a, a gentleman that trained him, mm -hmm. uh, trained uh, T. Harv Eckert. He trained a few of them how to do it. And uh, Tony just knew that it was a very powerful experience. I mean, mm -hmm. literally, it can it, it, for, for many, many, many people, it is literally one of the most life-changing experiences anyone can have. Because mm -hmm. um, it's so different, right? It's not like jumping out of a plane or bungee jumping or doing something like that. It's just, it's a very spiritual experience. The element of the fire itself and the whole idea of the act, right? Because when it's your turn to walk, you know, you're faced with what everyone else is faced with, fight or flight. Yeah. And uh, most of us have burnt ourselves at some level. And so we know the idea of firewalking just doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I think sure. Oprah said it well when she did her firewalk back in 2010. If you go Google that and you watch it, it's unbelievable because it really does a great job of depicting what somebody literally goes through. Mm. And after, after Oprah firewalks, you'll see she walks over, the cameras go with her, and she literally makes one of the biggest business decisions of her entire life. It's where she created what's called the next chapter. And, and she's even talking about it. She said, you know, this is, this is not right. This is unreasonable, she said, because, you know, mammals are taught to run from fire, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so the idea of walking across them just logically doesn't make any sense. Right, right. And yet... You know, the bottom line is that it, it literally can be a top 10 experience in anybody's life, just right there on the spot. Very powerful. Wow. So how did you become the number one firewalk instructor? <laughs> you know, I, I think I, I made that left hand turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> Right, as, as Bugs Bunny would say, uh, you know, it's just really, it's, it's so bizarre, Vicki. I mean, yeah. it's not like I had planned it. It's not like I had this idea. This is no. what I wanted to do. I wasn't looking through all the all the college <laughs> courses and said, hey, firewalk instructor, oh, I'll do I'll that. Do that. <laughs> right? um, I mean, literally, you know, it started by me going to my very first event. Hmm. Um, I, um, 
when I got sober in June of 1988, as you read my bio there, you know, about the same time, uh, the personal development industry and AA came together in my life. And it came together because I had insomnia. I was up late all the time. I mean, right. my sleep patterns were all over the place. So I'm up late one night and there I am, you know, there he is, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Enthusiasm's up there. He is, you know, with Gunther Ranker, uh, uh, the number one infomercial specialist in the world, Tony Robbins. And so, you know, there he was, he was all motivated and he was, you know, uh, a young Tony Robbins and he was selling a program called Personal Power. Mm -hmm. And Personal Power was a 30-day program. And um, it, it, and to date this, it came on these little white things called cassette tapes. I, I talked about so, that earlier today with someone. <laughs> right, so your audience are gonna, what's that? <laughs> you know, what's a, what's a cassette tape? You know? um, we'll put a picture at the end. <laughs> there we go, put a picture at the end or you know, build the Smithsonian, you can see him in there. Um, and so, uh, you know, he was, he, he said a couple things during the infomercial that really got me. Uh, one, he said, you know, we'll do more to avoid pain than we will to gain pleasure. I remember thinking, whoa, okay. Was he talking to me? Because, you know, I'm in a lot of discomfort. You know, mm -hmm. I'm in AA, I'm, you know, I'm coming off drugs, I'm coming off alcohol. This is not a fun time by any stretch of the imagination. Right. It's miserable. And, uh, and then he said, you know, the two driving forces in our life is we make decisions based on inspiration or desperation. Yeah. And I remember thinking, whoa, that's pretty profound. Mm -hmm. um, and that really got me. So I bought his program and uh, he sent them to me and I plugged them in and I went through them, Vicky, and, and I did what the man taught me to do and it worked. Um, and what happened from there is I loaned my program to a buddy in AA. Well, seven years later, I get a call on the phone from my buddy and he said, hey, Dave, did you know that Tony Robbins is coming to town? I said, no. He goes, well, you want to go, right? He goes, listen, you got to go. You got <laughs> me into this guy. We have to go. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. Sure. And he goes, you'll go? And I said, yeah. He goes, great. I'll call you back. Poof. He was gone. Calls me an hour later. He goes, done. We pick up the tickets at will call. Here's what they told us to do. Number one, drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated. Uh, bring snacks because you're going to spend a lot of time in the room. And I laughed to this day. I'm like, well, that was an understatement. If you ever go to a Tony Robbins seminar, let me tell you something, you are going to spend a lot yeah. of time in the room. Uh, and he said, you know, bring a good attitude and be ready to play full out. And just as he's getting ready to hang up the phone, he goes, oh, oh wait, I forgot to tell you, we're going to be doing a fire walk. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, Oh, hell no, 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 no. This is the dialogue in my head, by the way. Yeah, I'm, right. not, I'm not saying this to my buddy, Dan, yeah. right? And I'm just going, oh no, that's a hard no. And you know, what's interesting is I was saying no to something that I didn't even know what I was saying. What no it was. To. I don't know what that is. What is a firewalk? Well, right? It doesn't sound good though. It, though it doesn't sound like anything <laughs> I'm going to be doing. I can tell you that. No, no. Nope, nope, nope. Well, you know, we get, we get to the event that day. Mm -hmm. And Tony takes the stage at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, the next thing I know, it's after midnight. Do the math. I'm in a room mm -hmm. with Tony for 10 yeah. hours, right? Uh -huh. Back to the bring snacks. You know, you're going to spend mm -hmm. a lot of time in the room. And all of a sudden, Tony goes, take your shoes off. And I went, oh, no, <laughs> no, no, you're not tricking me, pal. I'm <laughs> not taking my shoes off. And then I went, no, by the way, I'm in a seminar with 3,500 people, just so you know. Wow, wow. And so I'm like, oh, wait a minute. If you don't take your shoes off, everyone else is going to know. And by golly, we can't have that, right? <laughs> so I'm like, well, just take your shoes off and fake it. Go hide in the back somewhere. No one's going to know. Go <laughs> to <in> the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, right. So the next thing you know, he's got everybody chanting. Yeah. So as you're walking out there, everybody's clapping and chanting they're going yes 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 and i'm thinking what is wrong with these people what are you doing don't do it you're sucking you're drinking the kool-aid don't do it and so he has you walking out there into this big parking lot where the firewalk's going to take place yeah well when you get out there guess what else he's got going on african drummers oh. right so now it's Dun, 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 dun. And you know, you can feel the vibration. Everybody's yeah. chanting, yes, and they're clamping. <laughs> and and over in the corner, he's got this giant fire. And it's been burning all day. 
So they literally started it like two o'clock in the afternoon when Tony took the stage and now it's been burning for 10 hours. Mm -hmm. So they keep adding wood, adding wood, and it just would render. And then at the end at night, it had this giant, beautiful pile of coals. I mean, this where they built this pit, it was probably 30 feet wide. And I bet you it was 60, 70 feet long easily. And mm -hmm. it's this giant pit of coals. Well, what they do is they take a wheelbarrow and then they go over to that pit, they load all those coals in a wheelbarrow, and then they bring a wheelbarrow in between two lanes of sod, of grass. And that's that lane, that firewalking lane is about eh, three feet wide, maybe 18 feet long. Mm -hmm. And then what they would do is they take a flathead shovel, and from that wheelbarrow, they'd sprinkle those coals on top of the grass. And that's what you literally walked on. Well, I'm, you know, I'm not doing this. Uh, so I'm I'm real hardcore here. I am not going to firewalk. Mm -hmm. So I just just I said just go hide in the back. No one's going to know. Thirty five hundred people. Thirty five hundred people. <laughs> How are they? They don't take an inventory here. There's no there's no way of accounting for everybody. Well, here's what I've learned. You know, Tony wants you to have this experience, and he's really re I mean he's really really focused on making sure that you get the opportunity to firewalk because he knows. He knows this is going to be one of the most life-changing experiences mm. ever. And so uh, guess what he does? He trains people to go into back and look for the cowards. <laughs> so there I am like a sitting duck and I'm back there all by myself, minding my business. And all of a sudden here he comes oh, and this geez. guy, he makes eye contact with me. Well, apparently Tony must train them. Hey, when you make eye contact with these people, don't take your eyes off of them. <laughs> And so he gets about 20 feet from me, right? And he kind of bends over and he looks at me like he's got a puzzled look on his face, right? And he says, are you okay? <laughs> and when we're not okay, what do we say? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. We're good here, pal. <laughs> Don't you? We got it. You, you know, we're all good here. And he goes, oh, good. He said, well, then are you going to walk tonight? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> like, didn't you get the memo? I mean, what are you nuts? <laughs> why do you think and I'm he, back here? <laughs> yeah, why do you think I'm back here? You know, and I said it with, you know, some, I don't know, kind attitude. of a stern you attitude. Had some okay. attitude. <laughs> All right. Maybe I had, maybe I had an attitude. <clears throat> and he goes, Hey man, that's cool. He said, Listen, man, we don't want you to do anything you don't want to do. And, he, and and I thought, okay, well, that's good. I like this guy. He's gonna get me out of here, right? And all of a sudden he says, Well. Let me ask you a question. Wouldn't you at least like to watch? And I thought, yeah, okay, I'll do that. I don't mind watching. Let's, it just should be entertaining. Let's go watch these people burn their feet off. Yeah, this, is, this should be good. And he said, well, listen, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm 100 yards from where they're doing it, right? I'm, I'm behind all these pe people. I can't see anything. Oh, right. I can hear them. Can you smell it? <laughs> you can smell it. Yes. You know, you've got all... All, you know, that's all going on. And yeah. he said, well, listen, just get in line and eventually you'll get up there to where you can see it. Now, in his defense, he is telling the truth because I couldn't see anything. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just get in line and eventually I'll be able to see it. So I'm kind of, I get in line, I'm kind of walking along, walking along, walking along. And all of a sudden, the next thing I know, this guy comes up and he whispers in my ear. And he said, he knows when you're ready. When he says go, you go. And all of a sudden, poof, this guy just disappeared into the night. This is a beautiful summer night. The stars are out. It was like so bizarre that this guy just kind of shows up and leaves like that. And so I'm, I'm kind of walking along and all of a sudden, I still can't see in front of me, but all of a sudden I look and I could see at an angle. And I'm looking and I'm going, my God, they're actually doing this. And, you know, they're real enthusiastic and they're screaming and yelling and they're it's every race, creed, and color. Everybody's right. doing it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just in a trance. I'm just staring at these people kind of trudging along here and walking along. And, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. The, the first time you see this, it's like you have no references, right? So mm -hmm. your brain is just going, what on earth is going on? Why are yeah. they doing this? You know, what's the metaphor for? I mean, what, mm -hmm. what, what, what is this? And all of a sudden, I'm not really paying attention what's in front of me. And you can probably guess the next thing that happens, yes. right? Boom. I look up and guess where I am. Damn. It's I'm a front in the front of the line. How did I get here? 
<laughs> right? To make that left hand turn at Albuquerque, right? And all of a sudden now I'm staring. Vicky, I am, I am, my, I feel like my heart's going to come out of my chest. I'm scared <laughs> to death. It's pumping. And I'm staring at the coals on, you know, on this lane, you know, it's three feet wide, 18 feet long, and they're glowing bright red. And there's a wheelbarrow there. You could feel all the heat coming off. And I'm staring into the abyss. Well, there's a trainer standing there. And all of a sudden he goes, eyes up. And I went, oh, geez. <laughs> right. And now my eyes are up. Well, I'm in a room with Tony for 10 hours. Guess what he tells you to do? Keep your eyes up. Mm -hmm. Don't stare at what you fear. Look to the end of the fire lane, the celebration end. That's, that's the point you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. So now my eyes are up and, he, and the trainer goes, squeeze your fist and say yes. And I went, yes. And he went stronger. And I went, yes. Well, he could tell I wasn't in a peak state. He knew I wasn't, I wasn't all in, not at that point. Well, he screamed at me again. And he you know, screamed at me, stronger. So now I'm kind of like ticked off. I yeah. threw my hands in the air and I screamed at the top of my lungs. And he goes, go, go, go. Pew. I took off. Well, here's the first thing I learned about firewalking. When you take the first step, kind of metaphorically like life, oh, you'll take the second, third, fourth, and fifth. I promise you. because yeah, that's going to hurt. Oh, you're way. not going to stop. It's not going to happen. Well, Tony positions two people at the end of the fire lane, and they kind of lock arms, and they catch you. And they're like, stop, wipe your feet and celebrate. So I'm kind of wiping my feet, and I'm celebrating, and all of a sudden, it dawns on me. I go, oh, my gosh. I've burnt yeah. myself really, really bad. And mm -hmm. I look, I pull up my right foot, and I look at it. It's dirty, but there's no burns. Oh, it's my other foot. It's my left foot. I lift it up. I'm looking at it. It's dirty, but there's no burns. Now, I just walked across coals that are a thousand degrees mm. and I didn't burn myself. And here's the funniest part. I have no clue how I did it. <laughs> None. I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? You ever done something really cool and you go, hey, that's me. That's right. I did that. But I had no clue how I did it. Yeah, yeah. And so the moment you finish the firewalk for me, and I would say almost hundreds of thousands of people that I've been involved in seeing this happen to, it's exhilarating. It is such a phenomenal moment in someone's life because it changes you right on the spot. Because now that you firewalk, you can't undo it. So the question you might want to ask yourself, which obviously Tony does some NLP practitioner implanting in your brain, and that is if you can firewalk, walk on coals that are a thousand degrees, what else can you do? Can you do? Yeah. Well, here's where it starts to get really, really interesting. The next day. So we all, it's just, by the way, this is a four day event. The firewalk mm -hmm. was the first day, day one. So now we're coming into day two. Well, when you come in, we're all standing in the foyer, 3,500 people getting ready to go into the venue. Mm -hmm. I, Vicki, I've never seen or witnessed anything like that in my life. It was unbelievable. You know, our self-worth and our self-confidence and our belief about ourselves all lifted up together collectively mm -hmm. as, 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 you know, like a tribe, if you will, 3,500 yeah. people. And so what I was witnessing was people getting along humanistically unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah. It was beautiful. They were laughing and hugging and crying and telling their stories. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, I don't know how to explain it other than yeah. it was one of the most powerful moments that I've, I've ever experienced. And I've never seen anything like it anywhere else in the world, except at a Tony Robbins seminar. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful thing. Well, that was it. I was, I, I was done. Stick a fork in me. Hook, line, and sinker. Firewalking <laughs> changed my life. I saw it change 3,500 people, 100 people's lives. And I went, okay, I'm, I want more information about this. So what I found is that when Tony puts on an event of that size, he uses several hundred people as volunteers. Well, one of the trainers said, hey, if you've got an interest in, see, he said, see all these people in here with these black and pink shirts? And I said, yeah. And he goes, they're all volunteers. So if you want to become one, when you get home, call Robbins Research in San Diego, and they'll send you an application, fill it out, send it back mm -hmm. in. And if they like what they hear from you, they'll choose you. You can come be part of this. And I thought, well, wow, wouldn't that be cool? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so I did. I did exactly what uh, Ted told me to do. And sure enough, I got a letter in the mail shortly after, a couple of weeks after I filled it out and sent it back, said, congratulations, Dave Albin, you've been chosen to crew the Anthony Robbins event in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Well, when you fill out the application, you know, they're asking you a lot of questions. Uh, number one, I had a security background. I had a military background. Um, I lived on a farm, so I had, a, you know, I had access to tools and equipment. And, you know, I knew how to chop wood and split wood. And so I knew all that kind of stuff. Well, when, when you come into registration at that event, the first thing they did is they talked to me about my security background. Mm. Um, and then they, they put me on the fire building team. And so shortly after that, uh, I think the second time I crewed, I actually got put on the security team. Tony has a lot of celebrities, you know, right, that come, exactly. come to the event and they need help with those people. So they, they put me in that position. And then on the fire building team, um, like within a couple of months, um, they actually offered me a subcontractor's position mm -hmm. as the assistant captain. This would have been back in late 95, early 96. Mm -hmm. And then from there, 95, 96 in 2003, after being around the environment for a few years, right. um, Tony offered me the captain's position, which meant that I would, I would be in charge of facilitating all of Mr. Robbins' firewalks globally. Um, um, Tony even paid to have my family travel with me. I homeschooled, so I got to take my son and my oh, daughter. Oh, wow, that's awesome. My, right, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, in fact, when, what an experience for them. Too. Oh, it's just delicious. Mm -hmm. I mean, just such a beautiful thing. Uh, in fact, their first firewalk, their first event with me on the road, Sydney, Australia. <clears throat> so, right. Yeah. So my kids have been a pretty abused. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> in fact, my, my, my son and my daughter, the first time they firewalked, we were in New York and my daughter was six and my son was nine. Mm -hmm. um for some would call that child abuse <laughs> <laughs> um, but i can tell you that it influences them influence them at oh, a really sure. really deep level <clears throat> just like it does all kids mm -hmm. uh you it's it's a phenomenal experience you take any kid and you firewalk them at a young age and guess what that same thing now you know what else can you do yeah. um so it was a beautiful thing um and that went along for you know a long time through 2003 and then in 2014, I'm driving down the road. And the next thing I know, I'm talking to Google. And they want to know if I'm the Dave Albin that does the firewalks for Tony Robbins. Yes. What can I do for you? Well, we'd like to talk to you about uh, uh, doing an event for us in Mountain View for 148 executives. And we ended up doing that. And they mm -hmm. hired me. And that's when the light bulb went off. I also had a conversation with a couple of the Google execs. And they said, look, you know, we're not here to tell you what you do, but I'll what to do in terms of working for Tony, but you may want to think about starting your own business because we're going to tell you straight up, there's a unbelievable marketplace out there in corporate America for what you do. Mm. So CEOs and business owners and entrepreneurs and all these guys are always looking, you know, they're looking for the edge. Right. You know, how exactly. do we, yeah. How do we inspire our people? How do we motivate mm. them? How do we encourage them? Well, they turn them over to me for, three to four hours. And <laughs> like you said, in your show, uh, a description, you know, how do you change your life in four seconds? Well, that's the way you do it. Yes, um, with looking straight ahead, keep, keep your eyes up and keep moving. <laughs> and when you get to the end, stop, wipe your feet and celebrate. Yeah. And that's what we did. Um, uh, and so wow. my, my career has been uh, going on since then. Once, once I got to Google and I started my own company and I retired from Tony's organization, you know, as you said, the next thing I know, I'm at NASA, Notre Dame, Chick-fil-A, Remax, mm -hmm. um, Heineken, Microsoft. I mean, just on and on and on and on and on. And so of course, how did the COVID affect your business? It shut me down like it did the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, in, in March of uh, 2020, every event that I had booked um, had to postpone. Yeah. Uh, one of my Can't really... do it virtually. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm thinking. I'll this sign is... up for the virtual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, we're still trying to figure that one out. Uh, I can tell you. <laughs> We have done other things. So we've done the board break virtually, which is, um, you know, that's a martial arts move where you break mm -hmm. the board with your bare hands. So we've done that. I've done a few, I've done several of those. 
But, you know, we do a lot of things. You know, yeah, we do corporate America at a really high level. Um, but you know where my love is and where my sweet spot is, is it, is it with kids. I love yeah. doing junior high schools and high schools and that kind of a thing. Um, a couple of years ago, I also was a good friend of mine, uh, entrepreneur. He said, you know, Dave, something you ought to think about is to uh, create, you know, an academy of some kind where people can send their people to you. You train them. And let them, not, let them go back and do what, what you've trained them to do in their own respective company. So mm -hmm. uh, we started uh, the Dave Albin Firewalk Academy. Um, and we have an event coming up this year in October. Uh, we keep it small. We keep it intimate for that purpose. Mm -hmm. So they come up here to the Appalachian Mountains. They spend a week with me and... Um, I train them, you know, with over three decades of experience uh, in the personal development industry, and uh, and they come up here and it's it's quite an experience. In fact, um, if your listeners will, when we get to the end, um, if remind me and I'll give you a code or give your listeners a code, and if they want to go to our website, they can click on the tab at the top. It says awesome. the Dave Alvin Academy, and if they decide they want to. Uh, pursue coming they'll use a code that i'll give them and it, it'll give them a substantial discount that's for awesome. being part of your show today that's so great so you say that you've you've walked fire walked over a half a million people yes ma'am what's your lifelong goal <laughs> wow you know what that's a really great question i, I don't think anybody's ever asked me that before literally um, I don't know that if I have a number in, in, in mind, um, you know, when I retired from Tony's organization, uh, we sat and talked for hours and it was a wonderful thing. And he basically at the end said, look, Albie, with great wisdom comes great responsibility. And so, you know, make us proud. Um, I'm, I, I know what a powerful experience this is and I know what it'll do because, you know, right now, I mean, I don't think it's much of a stretch to say that companies got ripped apart. Because yeah. everybody's fighting over a bunch of dumb stuff. They're fighting over political stuff. They're fighting over vaccines. They're fighting over masks. You know, so everybody got ripped apart. And so from a company standpoint, what happens when that happens? When there's a bunch mm -hmm. of dissension? Well, yeah. production goes down. If production goes down. Guess what? That doesn't look good to the bottom line right. on any corporation. So, mm -hmm. the, you know, they can get a hold of us. We'll come in give them to me for three or four hours and guess what we'll fix it because the fire doesn't care whether you wear a mask or you didn't or you do or you did a vaccine or you didn't do a vaccine or you hate donald trump or you love donald trump fire doesn't care mm. right it gets us back to being humanistic back to what i was talking about earlier right yeah. that next day on day two there i was with all these people all these strangers and man what a beautiful thing it was to get along harmonistically with all them it was yeah. beautiful and so that's what it does. Give me, give, give them to us and uh, we'll, we'll get them back on the same page playing together in a very respectable, respectable way. Mm -hmm. uh, what, yeah, like one of the things too we give them is like, we give them one of these and all it is, is we take the coals. Right, oh, from, that they walked on. That they walked on. And then we send this to them and then that way they can put it on their desk or their credenza or, uh, or whatever. So that's a really powerful anchor that they can they can have and they can keep it with them for forever. Because firewalking is, you know, they're never going to forget it ever. Yeah. You know, you can go see a lot of keynote speakers, get on stage, talk about a lot of things. But at the end of the day, you know, six months down the road, if I was to go ask them, hey, you listen to XYZ speaker. Yeah. What was your biggest takeaway? I don't know. I don't even remember. I can't even tell you the name of the person. Right. So what I tell people is, look, what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. Yeah. So if you don't get them up and do something to right. shift uh, their nervous system. Yeah. Then it's not going to be a life changing experience. That's just not that's not how it works. So that's the beauty in the firework. And again, you know, give let's give credence to Tony. He got that figured out. He knew that. That's why he brought it in because yeah. um, uh, he knew he'd get leverage on people. And that's how he did it. And I just happened to be the guy that <clears throat> got to ride that, <clears throat> this, that ride with him. And so it was a beautiful thing. Sure. Very, I, very grateful. Very, the very first time I ever met <clears throat> anyone that had firewalked was at uh, one of my Toastmaster conferences. And the, um, the, it was this girl's little petite thing. And 
she was a good speaker, but then after she did the fire walk and she talked about it, you could just see a change in her. Yeah. And, um, and now she's a great speaker. You know, people ask me that all the time. Dave, what happens? How do you do it? You know, how do, how can you walk across coals that are a thousand degrees and not burn yourself? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, don't, I don't pretend that, that I have the answer to that. I've got, you know, I've got an hallucination about it. I, I know that <laughs> nine, over 90% of all the people that walk on coals, they don't get burnt. They don't hurt themselves. I mean, I've never had anybody hospitalized. I mean, mm -hmm. no one's ever, you know, no one's ever sued us or any of that kind of a thing. Um, and it's actually pretty safe. Mm -hmm. um, but, but what, what happens in your head and how that causes the, the shift and the paradigm, um, the, you know, uh, I just know it works because yeah. I've been at it for too long. You know, I've seen too many people come in and do the firewalk and come back. And like you said, here's a speaker, that's a really good speaker, but they firewalk and now they become an extraordinary speaker. Yeah. Right. I remember the, the stage does not scare her. <laughs> right. I, and it does stage doesn't scare me either i just mm -hmm. you know i don't know why i think i, I think I, I learned really how to talk to others in aa that yeah. really really helped me uh AA was such a wonderful thing for me uh because you know in aa you know we have what's called the 12 steps and those 12 mm -hmm. steps have put your life back together they also have what's called the 12 traditions and that's really how to act as a member within the group mm -hmm. um and and you know when you're when you're doing things out there well in the middle of that is called the preamble and the preamble is such a beautiful thing. And I took it to heart. And it says, when anyone anywhere reaches out, I want the hand of AA to be there. And for mm -hmm. that, I'm responsible. Yeah. And so I, that just kind of spilled over into the personal development industry. Because I've learned, you know, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll always get what you want. Yeah. It's just a beautiful thing, right? And a lot of people yeah. don't realize that part. They, I think it's really important because a lot of my clients, you know, they've achieved at a very high level. But here's what they haven't mastered yet fulfillment hmm. the art and science of yeah. achievement versus fulfillment because i talk to entrepreneurs all the time and i'm and i tell them look you're not going to get to the end and go wow i made a big mistake i wish i'd have spent more time making money and less time with my family yeah that's not going to happen mm -mm. so you better mm -mm. get that figured out or otherwise it's going to cause you quite a bit of pain in the in the final stages yeah. or in your golden years is like where yeah. i am now right i i got that figured out and so I get to spend a lot of time with my kids. I get to spend a lot of time with my grandkids. I can go where I want, when I want, anytime I want, as often as I want. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and still do what I do, right? Yeah, so that's kind of why I developed the academy too, because I'll have a whole group of, you know, people out there that can still do uh, what I've done and they'll continue to change people's lives using the Firewalk experience. Awesome. So it is time for us to do the rapid fire so I'm going to uh, just give you a couple, three things. So what is the glass walk experience? So we, the glass do walk- Do we walk on broken glass? <laughs> yes, you do. <gasps> okay, well, as you can die hard, what? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I can't believe you said that. So yes, the glass walk, well, let me back up. Sometimes the, the fire walk isn't always logistically possible. It's just not, um, you know, there's fire marshals involved and, you know, there's all kinds of things. Well, with the glass walk experience, um, you, you, I go in with a suitcase and it's full of glass and I lay it out and they walk on it. it's broken glass. Well, it's funny when I did Google, um, we ended up doing the glass walk. And the reason we did the glass walk is that those 148 executives were graduating that day and they wanted to do the experience in the middle of the day. And so I don't do fire walks in the middle of the day. So I offered them the glass walk and they said, oh yeah, we'll do that. That's great. Let's do that. So the night before, when I got out there to Mountain View, I'm sitting with Google and I'm also sitting with uh, the University of North Carolina. Uh, their people were there because they're the ones that designed it, designed the curriculum for Google. So we're having dinner and we're kind of, you know, we're just talking and exchanging pleasantries and all of a sudden, uh, they, they kind of talk and then all of a sudden one of the girls goes, she goes, Dave, uh, we'd like to ask you a question. And so they're like a little apprehensive about it. Right. And I said, yeah, sure. Of course. What's your question? They said, well, you know, you know, that scene in Die Hard where Bruce Willis has to run across the broken glass. Yes. And I go, yeah. 
And she said, would you be okay if we showed that before we brought you on stage? And I'm like, you're my kind of people. <laughs> I was like, yeah, absolutely. She goes, well, and we have one other request. I'm like, okay. And she said, you know that Annie Lennox song where it says walking across broken glass? Can we play that In song when we're bringing you on stage from the green room? And I'm like, oh yeah, you're again, you're my kind of people. So <laughs> yeah, we in fact, uh, Vicky, we set a world record in 2019. Um, I had a client uh, that I did it in Paris mm -hmm. and, we, and we glass walked over 1500 people. Oh my God. That's what I said. <laughs> you know, and, and you think that's something. I'm the guy that's got to get on an airplane with eight suitcases of broken glass. Yeah. Yeah, TSA love you, huh? TSA, they're like, uh, and so you know what I did? I, I made a sheet, right? And I said, here's who I am. You know, here's my website. We do corporate team building. We're going to use these kits for the glass walk experience. I had to put it in English and in French. Uh -huh. And I had TSA approval, obviously, but still, I had to put that inside uh, every uh, suitcase of glass. <laughs> And, uh, and they did. They inspected every single one of them, right? Like, oh, wow. Oh, it was hilarious. So, yeah. So <laughs> it, it makes it real interesting when you're getting on, in an, on and off airplanes, that's for sure. I believe that. <laughs> so what? whenever you started this business on your own, you had that relationship with Tony was there any feeling that I'm not going to be as good as he was? No, yeah. none. Awesome. I, you know, uh, uh, well, to back up, when I was flying, when I did Google, the first event for Google, when I'm flying out there, I'm, it, it's like I'm kind of going along in the flight and I go, uh, Dave, do you know where you're going? <laughs> you're on your way to Mountain View. <laughs> you have to get on stage in front of 148 executives. <laughs> Are you, you're a drug addict, alcoholic, got kicked out of high school. You're dumb as a rock. I mean, you know what I mean? So we, I dealt with all those, you know, that dialogue, yes. you know, that, that we do. Right. And, and then as soon as, and all of a sudden I'm kind of going along with that. And then all of a sudden the thought popped in my head and I remember thinking, yeah, do you remember what happened in 2005, Dave? And in 2005, Tony and I went to London and we set a world record. Wow. We've, we firewalked 12 thousand three hundred people mm. and so it was like you know a little little guy tapping me on the shoulder he goes yeah look you firewalk twelve thousand uh three hundred people you can glass walk 148 executives mm. no problem and so it was like that little boost of confidence and i you know mm -hmm. i have those conversations with me but you know yes self-doubt can seep in mm -hmm. but i I'm pretty good at crushing it like a boss. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's just really the important message that you will, in anything you do, when yeah. you push yourself outside of your comfort zone, you will have self-doubt. You will, uh, you could self-sabotage. You could let that doubt keep you from being the great person, you know, having that great experience or having someone else have that great experience because of you. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's spot on. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, look at my life, right? I, I was I was adopted. Uh, my mother couldn't take care of me. So she did a loving thing. And she, she had let her sister adopt me. And the next thing you know, a few years later, they start drinking, think I start drinking, I get on drugs. Uh, I'm, I'm, I wake up one morning, and I'm literally going to put a bullet in my head, because I can't stand the excruciating pain from the alcoholism and the drug addiction. Mm. I ended up calling AA. They came and rescued me. They brought me to my first meeting. And, you know, uh, and I've been sober ever since. In fact, on June 8th, right, coming up, yeah. I'll have 35 years. Oh, awesome. Congratulations. So, uh, thank you. Um, so AA and the, and, and the personal development industry came together. Um, I'm, I'm listening to a program. I'm reading his book. I'm getting, I, you know, it's such a beautiful marriage, if you will, when AA and the personal development industry comes together at the same time, it's mm -hmm. magical. It really is. Yeah. Talk about powerful. Um, going to an AA, I go to a, a Tony Robbins event. I, I'm not going to do the firewalk. I'm not going to do the firewalk. Oh my gosh. Stop, wipe your feet and celebrate. Um, I get, I get chosen to come volunteer. I get chosen to, to be on the team. I go on the fire team. I, 
I, I get involved with the security team. Next thing I know, I'm the yeah. captain of the fire team traveling all the world with Tony Robbins. Uh, next thing you know, Google calls me. Next thing I know, I start my own company. NASA calls me. I mean, so, you know, I, I left myself open. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if there's something I can share with your listeners, and that is there's going to be opportunities that come to you, every one of us, all the time. The question is, are you ready? Yeah. You right the confidence to to be able to step up and do yeah. what it is you're being asked to do, or what T. Harv Eker used to say is say yes. I was just th that's what I was just going to say. It's so easy to say no, but really, no doesn't give you anything. No doesn't get you anywhere. Say yes. And you'll figure out yes. a way. Yeah, and if you say yes, and if you don't know how to figure, if you don't know what you're going to do, you'll figure it out. <laughs> yes, that's right? exactly you right. You, re you really will. And, it's and, like and you know, there's more and more people that out are out there, just as AA did to you, to lend you that hand, to walk with you, to be able to make you um, make the experience one that you can get through, and you will be a better person for. Yeah, like the preamble that I was talking yeah. about in AA, right? When anyone anywhere reaches out, I want the hand of AA to be there. And for that, you're responsible. And, you know, you go into an AA meeting with the idea that the next person that walks through that door, I'm responsible. Yeah. That person's life is on the line. Mm -hmm. This isn't, you know, this isn't the Elks Lodge here. Yeah. You know, this isn't the Chamber of Commerce. This is Alcoholics Anonymous. People's lives are on yeah. the line. For sure. and, and for that, I'm responsible. And I love that responsibility because I love talking to them. I want mm -hmm. them to know, look, your life will never have to be as crappy as it is today ever again. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to do what we do, right? You're going to have to, we're going to tell you some things to do. And we, and AA says, well, it's only suggested. We're just suggesting what you should do. Well, mm -hmm. okay. But it would be like suggesting if you're going to jump out of a plane, take a parachute with you, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I was so, uh, you know, the men, when I got the AA, they knew I was sick. They knew that I died. I'd, I, you know, I, I put the pistol in my mouth twice that day. And so they knew, and they just held on to me. They showed me love and compassion and understanding. They gave me guidance and it's one of the most powerful organizations on earth, if you ask me. And so that spilled over. Then when you take the personal development, all that, you know, again, it comes back, Vicki, and you're doing it on your podcast. You help enough people get what they want. You'll always get what you want. Mm -hmm. Because the fears we don't overcome become yeah. our limits. So, the, you know, TR record back to that, what you were saying, and that is ready, fire, aim. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, um, could talk to you for hours. I just want <laughs> you to know I could talk to you for hours, but what we do need to share your information with the folks so that they can learn how to connect with you and uh, also take advantage of the great gift that you just mentioned. So for those of you that are listening, and as I tell everyone each time, if you haven't got a paper and pencil, you should have from the very beginning, but if you haven't, if you could just run and go get that real quick. So I will read the website information for you to take down. The information will be on my YouTube channel. If you can subscribe to that, it will also be on my website. And uh, also, if you view the video, you'll be able to see this in the replay. So the website is https colon forward slash forward slash firewalkadventures.com. Again, that's firewalkadventures.com. He's on Facebook, dave.album.10. LinkedIn is dave-album. And then Instagram is firebuilder2. And YouTube, just search for Firewalker. I'm sure you'll find him or his name. Yeah, it's under uh, Firewalk Adventures for right. YouTube. Yeah. Very good. And I'll let you talk a little bit about what they can find on your website. A um, little bit of everything. Uh, there's... Um, there's a lot of information about me, my career. How did I get here? Um, what do we do? 
Uh, we talk, uh, we know we talk about the fire walk experience. We talk about the glass walk, the board break, the arrow break, and the, uh, some of the other experiences uh, that we offer. We talk about the Dave Alvin Firewalk Academy, which is coming up in October, as I mentioned earlier. So uh, we promise to give you a code for that. And the code is 6828. Again, 6828. So when you go uh, to uh, firewalkadventures.com at the top, there's a tab, the, the Academy. You click on that tab, you can watch the videos and, and search it a little bit and read up on it and do a little due diligence. And if you think uh, uh, it might be for you, you'll get a hold of me. I'll get you on the phone. And if I think it's a good fit, I will tell you. If, if I don't think it's a good fit, I want you to know something. I will tell you that as well. We don't bring people into the academy just to bring them. I don't, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody that's going to come into that academy, realize what they have and go back out there and change a lot of lives. So uh, at the time, if you're going to move forward with the academy, you give us that code <clears throat> and we'll give you a substantial discount for um, being on Vicky's uh, podcast today. Question, what's the guitar symbolizing for you? The guitar? On your little graphics at the bottom <clears throat> there's a guitar the fire and the feet i get the fire and the feet but there's a guitar there i, wonder gu if I don't know um <laughs> what uh, it may be um uh one of the chamber of commerces that i'm a member of where i live here in ash county mm -hmm. that's their symbol is a guitar uh, so ah. that, that might be that <laughs> is what that is is what i'm guessing yeah i just thought that was an interesting emoji i didn't know if you uh, had a uh, oh, oh, I know what you're saying. Oh, you know what? Um, sometimes emojis. Yeah, I just use uh, I use a, a electric guitar, uh, the flaming feet and then or the flame and feet. Um, and so I just use different emojis. So I'm guessing <laughs> that's what that's what that's what that, I get it right. Now. Okay, I yeah, got you. Yeah, that's okay. what that is. So it's like uh, a rock firewalk, you know, rock star firewalk is what that rock is. star. That's rock good. star. Yes, firewalk. Yes. There we awesome. go. There you go. Awesome. Dave, it's just been such a wonderful time chatting with you. You gave us such great information, such good stories and history. You shared a lot of tips and, and really the value and benefit of personal development yeah. saying yes and realizing that you are greater than you really know you are. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yep. So as always, I tell remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. <laughs>